Welcome to Canvas Church. You are listening to our weekly celebration service message. Thank you for tuning in. We're here today to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, But in order to fully celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we need to understand that he lived a sinless life. He lived a life that qualified him to die on that cross for our sins. It is that life that he lived in purity and in holiness and integrity that qualified him to die on that cross, shedding his blood for the sins of all humanity, and thus qualifying him to be resurrected by God the Father. And it says in Isaiah 53, 1 through 6, Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hid their faces. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. Amen. And with his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Matthew 27. 33, and it begun, and when they came to the place called Golgotha, which means the place of skull, they offered him wine and drink mixed with gal, but when he tasted it, he would not drink it, and when they had crucified him, they divided his garments among them by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And over his head, they put a charge against him, which read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Then two robbers were crucified with him, one on the right and one on the left. And this is possibly the scene that could have taken place.
my God. Why have you forsaken me? You've left me here to die. In this lonely place you've taken me. From the bosom of the Father to the bowels of the earth. Lifted up, I draw all men to this cross where I am cursed. And now your gift of living water is the one who cries, I thirst. But shall I not drink this cup which my Father's hand has given? For unless a grain of wheat falls, no first fruits can be risen. Unless this temple is destroyed, how will the better one be perfected? And if I don't choose to die, how can man be resurrected? Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life for the flock. One faith, one fold, one family, one spirit, one shepherd, one rock. Despite the soldiers who spit on and struck me, and the high priests and Herod who mock, you're not willing that any should perish. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. As many as receive me, you adopt, you never shun. If only they had known you, Father, they would have recognized your Son. And though every sin results in death, let my death be the only one. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they've done. Forgive them? Who are you that you can forgive? And there is not a father around to hear your cries. Just all of these women weeping at your feet. Forgive them. Haven't you heard? Look, see this side. He's a king. <laughs> A Jewish king. See what they do to their kings. King, more like a liar, or a lunatic, or a con. Or maybe he's running prostitutes. That's why there's so many women. Forgive them. You are here for your unjust deeds. I am here as a just deed for those choices you've made. I'm here today taking away the death sentence that's pronounced against you and all humanity by nailing it to this cross. That proves it now. <laughs> He is a lunatic. 
Listen to him rant and rave, even as he goes to his death. Do me a favor, King. Don't beg for their lives. Instead, curse them to their graves. Wait. Jesus? Jesus of Nazareth? I've heard the stories. I have heard the stories. No, stop. What are you doing? Yes, I am he. You fool, I have heard of this man. He has made the blind to see and the lame to walk. People would travel for miles to hear him teach. He would teach a message of peace a message of hope, love, and forgiveness. He was believed to be the long-awaited king. Is it you? It is. I am. But why? How could they take your life this way? Nobody takes it from me. But I lay, lay it down of my own accord. You choose this? All right, king, all powerful one. Do something then. Get us down from these crosses. Go on, do something, king. Do you not fear God? Since you are under the same sentence, of condemnation and we indeed justly for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong nothing wrong he's here unjustly what about me you think I wanted this life? This life chose me when they caught me. Oh, sure, I confess. But this life is messed up because of God, the life he gave me. We've been looking for you for years. The breaks we caught in the last few weeks led us right to you. Now look, there's no use for excuses or trying to get out of this. We have plenty of evidence and eyewitnesses to convict you. With the women you raped, the burglaries, and finally the double homicide. You think you know me? You don't know anything. Look, it's all right here. 
You have it on the rape of Becky when you were 14, Susan a few months after that, Jill when you were 26, Pam at 29, then little Caitlin. You scumbag. We have all the tools you used in your burglaries with your prints on them, and we have eyewitnesses to put you at the scene of both homicides. Now look, if you write down your confession and sign it, they might be more lenient on you. What are you talking about? I don't got nothing to confess. I see guys like you all the time. My question is always why. How did you get like this? It's just the hand that I was dealt. So you don't think you had a choice? Like it's fate? Like you're the victim? Look, I was beaten since I was five by my dad. But we went from living with that sick bastard to live with some guy I didn't even know. So what? Did he abuse you too? No, we just sat around watching porn together. What kind of sick freak does that with a ten-year-old anyway? After that, I knew nobody cared about me. So I decided I was going to kill myself by fire. But I couldn't even do that right. Sounds like you had a tough life, but don't we all? I was abused as a kid and had a rough time growing up. But I knew I had a choice, so I chose. <laughs> sure, you had it real rough. It's a real sob story. But I'm not here to exchange numbers and get all BFF. We done yet? You need to tell me about the rapes. Why the rapes? It wasn't my fault. It wasn't like I planned it the first time. It just happened. She came out of the store, looking so good, with those Daisy Dukes on, that tight red shirt. All the images came back to me. Next thing I knew, we were alone. But I didn't. You knocked her out. You got your facts wrong. I didn't break no loss. But you didn't stop there. And then little Caitlin, you were from bad to worse. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I took care of my issues. Yeah, you bought a nine from some guy on the street. And then you went over to your dad's place, you put one between his eyes. And then you go to the place where your mom shacked up with some guy, and you put five to his chest. That's how you deal with your problems. I don't know what happened to them, but it sounds like they got what they deserved. And you're gonna get what you deserve. May God have mercy on your soul. God? There is no God. And if there is, he's the scumbag. If you've seen me, you've seen my father, God. God? Seriously? Did you not just hear my story? Did you not hear a word I just said? All have sinned and done horrible things. But anyone who calls upon me shall be saved. Anyone, Jesus? Even him? Even me? Anyone. For anyone who confesses their sins to me, I am faithful, faithful and just 
to forgive them their sins. Liar! If you are so just and so innocent, why do you hang here on a cross next to us? This, this was the will of my Father who sent me. For before the foundation of the world, the Lamb was slain. I am that Lamb, and I am here at this hour on this cross to pay the penalty for all of mankind's sins. But what qualifies you to do such a thing? My father, my life without sin. Nazareth. Let me see if I have this right. Have you as Jesus of Nazareth, aka Carpenter, aka the Rock, aka the Judge, aka the Word, aka Teacher, High Priest, Anchor, Advocate, Shepherd, the Man of Sorrows, Living Water, Lord of Lords, Resurrection of Life. I have like another page here. Am I on the right track? That's what others say about me. Who do you say that I am? Okay, well, I've got two different reports here. Which one is it? Are you the Son of Man or the Son of God? Yes. Uh, okay. Let's just move on. Do you know why they want to put you to death? The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed and be raised the third day. Whoa, third day. That, that doesn't explain why you need to be put to death. All have sinned and are therefore unable to have a relationship with God. Sin has separated humanity from God and His love. But God sent me to restore that connection by taking the penalty of their sins on myself. That's why I'm here at this hour. Do you believe you're taking everybody's wrongs, their, their crimes, their mistakes, the things you call sins on yourself today and that's why you need to die? God's ways are not our ways. There's a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof leads to death. Death. Your death. They say you claim to be a king. Are you a king? I'm not running for office. I'm not building a political empire. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the religious leaders. But my kingdom is a spiritual kingdom. It's not of this world. So you say you are a king. You say that I'm a king. For this purpose was I born, and for this purpose I came into the world that I might bear witness to the truth Truth. That's what we're talking about. What is the truth? Is the truth that you were born of a virgin? That you were baptized by John in the heavens parted and God spoke over you? 
that you're the second Adam, come to restore that which the first Adam could not, that you have raised the dead, opened blind eyes, caused the lame to walk, fed thousands with a little, that you have raised up disciples we now call Christians to carry on the good news after your death. Is that the truth? It is as you say. It is you. You are the one that I have heard of. It's true. Yes. I am he. And I will rise from the dead. So that others can rise from their sins. And have new life. No. A good God. Would not allow me to have this life. These scars. I am good. And it's by my grace people are saved. And I've given everyone the faith they need to respond to that grace and make a choice. I have made my choices. And I will live with them. I too, Lord, have made many choices. And I am paying for them now. I regret my decisions. Finally, we meet face to face, one known as God's gift. So tell me, Mr. Gift, do you know why you're here? Well, I'm thinking I'm here because while you out fighting crime, me and your wife have gotten to know each other real well. And I have to say, she's a freak, bruh. I think you're all that, don't you? God's gift to the world, huh? Look who's in handcuffs. Well... You're the one with the badge and gun, Mr. Detective. So you tell me why I'm here. I just like to give scumbags like you a chance to own up to their crimes. Scum? You may work these streets, but I run these streets that you work. I know who owns what and who's running what. I got tabs on everybody. That worked real well for you, didn't it? Seeing as your own crew sold you out. Yeah, your people. Nah, man. Not a chance. But please believe, if they did, they'll get theirs. Wait, hold up. What the hell am I doing here? You ain't even showed me nothing yet. You just trying to catch me slipping, huh? Well, it's not happening. I'm not about to confess to something I didn't do. Really? Let's see. I got you on. Drug trafficking, sex trafficking, arms dealing, attempted murder, and now an accessory to a double homicide. Excuse me? Accessory to a double homicide? Man, I ain't murdered nobody. Yeah, maybe I do have a little bit of dirt on me. Who doesn't? But, nah, I don't know nothing about no double homicide. Oh, so you admit all this? But you're gonna play stupid when it comes to the murders? Look, man. If you can give me, like, a, a reduced sense or something, then 
I'll plead guilty to some of those other charges. But I'm telling you, I don't know nothing about those murders. Yeah, that's how dumb you are. You sold a gun to a guy that ended up killing his dad and stepdad? Sig 9mm, I believe it was. Look familiar? Word to the stupid. Don't sell a gun to a murderer that's registered in your name. Makes you an accessory. Speak up. Yo, how was I supposed to know he's gonna go off and kill somebody with it? Doesn't work that way. Look, I just wanna know how you got here. I was reading your file. What, your dad's a doctor? Your mom's a stay-at-home mom? You had what some would call a perfect life growing up. Perfect life? Man, you don't know my parents, man. Overprotective, overbearing, always telling me I could do this better, I can do that better. Well, I got tired of trying to do better, so I checked out. You know what? You wouldn't even get it, man. You wouldn't even get it. No, I don't get it. These girls here, your crew abducted them, drugged them, and pimped them out like they were your possessions. They're some parents' daughters. You had a choice. You made a choice. And you're going to rot in hell for your choices. Lord, forgive me. For I have not only sinned against them, but I have sinned against you. No, you can't forgive him. Didn't you hear his story? He was the one that sold me the gun. That killed my dad and my stepdad. It was Duke like him who got me into porn in the first place. Let him die with me and be damned to hell. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But Lord, my sins, they are so horrible. I am not worthy. It's not about those sins. For if you've broken one law, you've broken them all. From the liar, to the adulterer, to the cheater, to the thief, to the one who lives morally, yet denies me. To the most willfully evil person today, I take their sins and the punishment that's due them and nail it to this cross. Jesus, Lord, please remember me when you come into your kingdom. Truly, 
I say to you, today, you will be with me in paradise. No! Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. It is finished. First Corinthians 15, three, for I delivered to you as a first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with scripture, that he was buried and that he was raised on the third day in accordance with scripture, amen. Jesus Christ is alive so that we could have a new life. I love the story of, of, of Jesus on the cross with the two notorious criminals, the two that hung on his, on, his, on his right and his left, because I believe in these two criminals we can find ourselves. No, maybe not in the crimes they committed, because the Bible says that they were notorious, they were, they, they were bad. So maybe we can't find ourselves in the sins they committed, but I believe we can find ourselves in the choices they made as they hung on that cross. One hanging on this side of Jesus, who had railed against Jesus on the cross, even on his way to death, but one on this side finding life, finding hope, finding forgiveness. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's not about what you've done, it's about what Jesus did. It's not about the past we've lived, it's not about the mistakes we've made. Because see, the reality is, is we could even live a really good moral life. But when you're hanging next to Jesus, even your good moral life looks really bad. Because the Bible says in Romans that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But yet Jesus Christ came to seek and save the lost. Amen. He came to seek and save the life. Isn't that what Easter's all about? Isn't Easter really all about Jesus? See, see, Easter's not even all about us finding hope. It's not even really about us finding forgiveness. It's all about Jesus and what he did and the grace that he has towards us. And I love 1 John 1, 9. 
And if we would come to him, Jesus, and confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Amen. Amen. Easter's all about Jesus. It's all about his life. It's all about his death. It's all about his resurrection. It's all about what he did and what we can receive. And these two had a choice to make as the man in the middle paid the price for them. And so I want to ask you to stand to your feet if you can. And as we conclude this service, for some of you today was a great reflection and a great remembrance of what Jesus did. For others of you, it's an eye-opening experience and it's something new of what Jesus did for you. So I want you to close your eyes and I want you to bow your head. Because the most exciting thing about this whole entire production to me is that this cross no longer has anybody hanging on it. And he's no longer in a grave. But he's alive. Jesus, we thank you for that. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, please visit our website at www.canvaschurchsd.com.